Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Why am I off center? That's not Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership. You guys are great. Uh, Here in Mothership in beautiful Louisville, Texas. (laughs) It's Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live on texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, all the places the cool kids watch, or you'll listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making a sound good, celebrating Hawaiian Shirt Friday. Yes. She's Ashley Pickle. Happy Hawaiian Shirt Friday. You're the only one celebrating, though. I'm always the only one celebrating, but it's a party for I do one. I own one. You <laughs> bought me one. I did buy you one, and look where it's at. I think it's hanging in the thing in my desk yeah so i could put it on glad to know my gifts mean so much to you i could put it on okay, that's the nicest well. thing i can do <laughs> um joining us in studio today we're joined by the head coach head football coach and athletic coordinator at frisco lone star it's coach jeff rayburn coach how are you i'm great i wish i would have known that it was uh hawaiian, hawaiian shirt. shirt friday I actually have that same shirt that Pickle has on. Let's go. Um, it looks a lot better on her than it does me, but I have the same one, so maybe next time. Okay. Are you Twins, Hawaiian shirt we'll... guy? All the time. Does your wife know that you're Hawaiian shirt guy? Well, I put it on and she makes me change. I was going to say, yeah, that's right. It's in the closet, though. Uh, we're also joined by the defensive coordinator for Frisco at Lone Star. It's Kyle Moskowski. Coach, how are you? Doing great. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for spending thanks some. For us. Thanks for uh, making the trip down 121. Absolutely. It was, you know, it was easy. Tough drive, I was going to say. Today is Friday, April 8th, 2022. 230 days till Thanksgiving. Happy birthday, Tuesday. Anybody have a birthday today? Anybody have a- mm, no. Okay. Uh, Tepper, yes. I didn't get a birthday celebration from you earlier this week. When was, was your birthday? birthday. Uh, the 6th, which was, what, Tuesday? Wednesday. Wednesday. Wow. Oh, that's Ish's birthday. Happy birthday. I figured that's why you invited me in. To, like, that celebrate. is. That right. is actually, <laughs> drop the balloons. We're having a party. Woo! Yeah. Uh, okay. Happy belated then birthday, Coach. Happy belated birthday uh, to, uh, to Coach Jeff Rayburn. Uh, it's also the birthday of, uh, I don't know. Is it just a bunch of TikTok stars again? Yonder, Yonder Alonzo. Happy, uh, sure. happy Rangers opening day. Go Rangers. Uh, it's episode 1,365. Okay, so we've got some, we're closing out our in-studio guest extravaganza week uh, with the staff of Frisco Lone Star. Um, guys, thanks for coming. I want to ask you a little bit about what happened last year because all I know about Frisco Lone Star, I stopped paying attention after the 2015 title game. Actually, it was before the 2015 title game, so I just presume you guys just keep on going to title games. I look up, I look it up. You guys haven't been to a title game in like six years. What's the problem at Frisco Lone Star? How broken... I'm kidding. 
Of course. <laughs> well, I was going to ask you where the support from uh, Dave Campbell was. <laughs> we that's, had a lot of support in 2015, and we're waiting to get that back. Give us a little bit extra fair. juice. That's fair. <laughs> but I, I do want to ask you guys, because the, the standards there at Frisco Lone Star are so high. Like, every year, you guys, it's like, all right, we expect to play for a state championship. We expect to, to win our region and things like that, which that is a – you guys are in a rare echelon of programs in that regard. A lot of programs that – doing what you guys do one year would be the best year in program history. So then when you guys do have a season, you know, like last year where, um, you know, nine and three, you lose to, you know, eventual state finals college station in, in the area round. How do you guys assess what you guys were able to do in 2021? Number one, we're, we're proud of that 9-3 mm -hmm. record. Uh, it's not exactly where we wanted to end up. Uh, ran into a buzzsaw in College Station. Uh, we, we knew if we didn't play our best football against those guys um, that it was going to be a long night, and that's exactly what happened. You know, credit to Coach Huff and, and, and that College Station team. We actually played them in 2019, and some of those guys that were on that team uh, this year played a lot of minutes in 2019 when we played them. Um, you know, we go 9-3, and three, lose, lose a close one to Denton Ryan mm -hmm. and a close one to Alito at the beginning of the season. You know, played some of the heavy hitters in, in the state of Texas. Um, but we're proud of, of what we accomplished. Um, fell a little bit short of our goals, and that's why we're here. We're ready to go back to work. Yeah, 9-3 might be the most deceiving record in Texas considering the losses were to Ryan, Alito, and College Station, who I think lost a combined three games, four games maybe, stuff like that. I mean, they, these were these were heavy hitters. Uh, Coach Moskowski, I want to ask you on the defensive side about um, I think people think of, of, of Lone Star, and I think they think of high-flying offenses. They think of, of that. It seems to me that, especially in the past few years, the defense has really flown under the radar. I look at that. I look at that. The, the Ryan game's a perfect example. You guys, you know, that game 7-6 to six is the final. If you guys had not been elite, there's a chance that you guys are getting blown out by a, by a really good Ryan team. And so, like, as the defensive coordinator... Are you happy to fly under the radar? Are you happy to stay out of the headlines? Or do, you, do we need to start putting some more respect on the Lone Star defense? Absolutely. I think our, <laughs> our defense does a great job. And, mm -hmm. and we, you know, we got really great kids that, that you know, lead, our, lead our team on the field. And so <clears throat> I, I, I'm kind of torn between the two comments because I like flying under the radar, but I also enjoy, you know, I like, I like pubbing our kids. I like, I like them seeing those type of things on, on Twitter and, and all the social media, um, like I said, so I'm a little torn on that. I want to answer that, to be honest with you. That's fine. You know, we can, if you'd like, we can just really start talking about defensive juggernaut Frisco Lone Star, and then everybody's going to game plan for it. And I figure we get everybody's best shot anyway. That's so. true. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Um, now, uh, looking forward to 2022, uh, you guys are going to be different. You're going to look different. Most notably, I think, Garrett Rangel gone, right? He's he's off to the next level. Uh, you know, truly spectacular quarterback, three year starter. Um, when you take a look overall for both of you guys, when you take a look overall at the at the twenty twenty two team, how do you think it's going to be different than this past couple, this past year, even the past couple of years with with Garrett at the helm? Yeah, we're losing really good players. Garrett Rangel's on the campus at Oklahoma State, battling for the number two spot right now. 
Ashton Genty, our do-everything running backs. He's the number two running back at Boise State right now. He was okay. He seemed okay. (laughs) Um, He he did some good things. Yeah. And then Devin Turner's at Northwestern right now, playing safety and battling for a spot there as well. Mm -hmm. So we're losing some really good football players. But we've got a lot of great football players back, too. And and so we feel really good about the amount of experience we have coming back with the amount of, of youthful talent coming up mm-hmm. and so if we can put it all together we feel like we've got a really good team okay and then you know that because that's that's one of the things that you guys do is is one of the things that i think is really interesting about your program maybe as opposed to other programs is it always seems like you guys have a couple of underclassmen who are playing really important roles on on your team like every every single year there's going to be some sophomore or some junior that is one of your let's say three best players you know what i mean it, just because and, and that's not necessarily always the case within um texas high school well a lot of programs are like we're going to be senior heavy no matter what we're going to be senior heavy i'll give you enough is there a guy that we should be on the lookout for right now that that maybe is off of our radar but you think could end up being a household name at the end of the season well, initially, I'll just go ahead and tell you, we're not afraid to play our best players. Right. If they're a ninth grader and they're the best player, they're going to play up and they're going to be ready to roll. And we've had a lot of those guys. Re- really, this year, I think we've got a few guys that are a little bit older, juniors and, and seniors. Um, Ken Adigan played a little bit for us last year at safety. He's going to be a big-time dude for us. Um, Braden Tatum, um, he's 6'4". And 170s playing receiver and, and DB. Uh, we've got uh, some guys that just have so much length and athleticism. Um, Gerald Harris played sparingly last year for us. Um, he played receiver, moved him into running back this year. Um, we've got a great quarterback competition going on right now. So th- there's always going to be some guys uh, that we don't that you don't necessarily know about. They're going to step up that, that we've seen really mature throughout the year, and they're going to be ready to go when the season hits. Because that's another thing is is you guys seem and i guess this is this is part and parcel with with playing playing your best players regardless of classification right is early on a you guys schedule like maniacs um you told me you guys were opening with texas high you don't have to do that Uh, (laughs) that's not in the bylaws of the uil you guys can play whoever you want um but then also do you do you feel like Maybe, maybe there, there's some programs that I can immediately point to that I'm like, when they start the season, they're close to finished products. Like, they are very close to what they're going to be. Do you guys feel like you guys are a team that every year, the team you see in week one versus the team you see in week 11 is just way different and way bigger, better, stronger? Yeah, I think every year, if you look at our teams, we've gotten better throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Um, just getting, getting guys some playing experience and, and trying to figure out what works best for us find out what our kids do best because some of those kids haven't played together so finding the right chemistry and the camaraderie on the field is really important for us so I'm always really proud of our coaches and how they work with our kids to find that uh, that right balance to get us better as we go along because at the end of the day our goals are get into the postseason and go make a run at the whole thing. Uh, Coach Mosikowski on the on the defensive side uh, you know we, we a lot of that goes back to the flying under the radar I think a lot of the headliners that are gone from last year's team are on the offensive side um, defensively, what is what do you think this 2022 team is going to do differently or look differently? Where, where do you think the, the strengths are going to be maybe compared to the last couple of years? Well, I, I think last year our, one of our biggest strengths was obviously in our secondary, and I, that's not going to change. Uh, we're going to return uh, three of the four, and they're super successful young men. Uh, you know, one of them, Jalen Braxton, is, you know, he's getting a bunch of offers across the country, and uh, he's – Obviously, a very elite player, and then you have uh, you have Bruce Mitchell, 
who's another one that's that's really gained some pub mm -hmm. in, in some areas and, and does a lot, a lot of great things. <clears throat> and then uh, the other returner, our other safety, uh, Bennett Fryman, uh, is playing baseball right now. But I mean, comes out in the fall and he's a elite player for us uh, in our safety position. So that's not going to change. I think really where we're going to see a lot of growth is is at our linebacker core. Uh, our four linebackers are going to be. Uh, we have one that's going to return and be really super successful, I, I really believe. And then uh, the other three spots have gotten a lot of reps and have done a lot of great things. And so you haven't seen them necessarily yet, but I think you're, you're going to see them that first week and they're going to open some eyes. Uh, it's Kyle Mosikowski and Jeff Rayburn here from Frisco Lone Star uh, here on Texas Football Today. Um, let's talk about Frisco ISD because I think when people think of Frisco, they think – you guys have 7,000 schools, which is true. And, and it's wrong. about to be like 7,002. I know. Yeah, every, every year, like our like realignment comes around and every year it's like, all right, we got to add two more Frisco schools. schools. Yeah. Frisco schools, it seems like that. From, from the inside, from, from the, the place where you guys are the, I don't think I'm speaking out of, out of school here when I say you guys are the most accomplished on-field Frisco ISD program. Um, from that perspective... What is it like? What do we not understand about coaching in a place where you guys have, as I said before, seven thousand soon to be seven thousand and two high schools? How how does that change things, and, and how is that different from from maybe other places? Yeah, well, there's obviously a lot of great things about Frisco ISD across the board. A whole lot more good than there is negative, but it, it, there are some challenges that go in with so many schools. Um, obviously, in a district our size with now twelve high schools, twelve. Um, okay, I'm it, write it's. That down. Uh, there's a lot of things about equity, and every program is a little bit different. Uh, we, we always get the support that we need from, from our administration, uh, but sometimes when we have 250 kids in our program and another school has mm -hmm. 150, same facility, same amount of coaches, same budget, so on and so forth. Uh, they always take care of us. But uh, what we always say in our office, you find a way. Good coaches yeah. find a way. No matter what you have or what you don't have, it's not about all those things. You find a way to get it done. Um, you know, the feeder pattern issue is, is something that, that we all deal with. Um, we're well-versed in it where we don't have direct feeder schools. Uh, we get yeah. a bulk of one. A small percentage of another so what what our job is at, at the high school is to create a program and a culture and an atmosphere that everybody wants to be a part of mm -hmm. and so if you're in a one horse town you can start that at the elementary school mm -hmm. for us we just have to continue to, to build our kids and love our kids um, and make it something they want to be a part and something they can't live without do you guys um because that's another thing you mentioned like the the feeder patterns and things like that we had uh, antonio wiley from Capel in mm -hmm. recently that's that's a big one school town right, right. if he wants to you know anybody else that went to Capel? shahan mm -hmm. no. j raja the guy who used to work for oh, us okay. mm -hmm. Capel. no um, notable offensive lineman yeah Corey sitting Kluver. sitting Corey right Kluver. here yeah sure? young award winner Corey <laughs> Kluver. um you know it's Capel middle school north too is on the bar or the seventh grade b team with Another guy. Anyway, all that's to say, <laughs> if he wants to, he can install his offense at um, Coppell Middle School East, right? And they can run that offense. Do you? I, I take it that because of the situation, because of the the, the the differing feeding patterns there, you guys have still a close relationship with the middle schools, but maybe not that same overall fingerprint that other programs can have. is that is that a fair assessment that's a fair assessment okay. uh, we have different coaches that sign to different schools uh and and it's it's a really cool deal in frisco sd though because all 12 uh head football coaches and athletic coordinators we have to work really closely together to make it work 
Um, you know, we're all men. We all have selfishness. We all have egos, and sure. we all want to do things for our program. But we work really well together to make it work for our kids. Because um, at the end of the day, if we develop kids at the middle school level, by the time they get to high school, the better developed they are in the weight room on the field gives us all a better chance at success. Well, and the other thing, and you, you mentioned Frisco ISD, um, the there's always been good coaches there. I don't know that you could put a a more this is a really impressive lineup of you know just looking at head coaches there's a really impressive lineup of head coaches uh that they're in, in frisco isd that you know it strikes me that whenever you guys get into a room together you don't have to worry about does this guy actually know what he's talking about with, with regards to football it, it seems like you are um, in a when you walk into that room you're like all right all these guys are football coaching jacks they know what they're doing yeah and and that's you know from week to week when we go out on the field and play against somebody else, you know we're going to get their best and they're going to get our best. Uh, I think everybody's well coached, everybody's well prepared, and I think that's what's allowed us to continue to grow our program too, is because we're challenged all the time. Coach Moskowski, what kind of bosses, Coach Rayburn? He's actually a really great boss. Oh, wow, we're throwing the BS flag. Uh, <laughs> I'm being serious. Like, okay, he's a great guy to work for. Okay, so so what? Because what kind of how involved is he on the? Can you hear me for me? Oh. Okay. Uh, how involved is, is he on on the defensive side as far as install is concerned? Is he a guy who has his coordinators and he's the CEO, or is he a guy who's real hands on as far as install is concerned and, and, and that kind of stuff on the defensive uh, side? He's very hands off with the defense. I mean, it's really you know what uh, what I want to do and, and and my implementation and. And I, obviously, there's obviously a dialogue between the two of us, and any any big changes that take place, like I'm gonna run it by him first. But he trusts me to do it, you know, what needs to get done and, and handle it the right way. And and uh, I really appreciate that about him. Like I said, do you ever awesome. wish their offense would slow down? No, absolutely not. Who wants their offense to score less points? Well, no, I'm just saying. I'm not even saying. I'm not saying <laughs> score. You know what? Points. The math checks out. Uh, true. <laughs> I'm saying. From a pace perspective, no. we we hear that sometimes from defensive coordinators of like or or you know, not defensive coordinators, but but coaches who are like w like are not like we could be way better if our defense weren't out there on the time. It strikes me that this is an offense that runs pretty hot. Runs pretty, it, it runs at a pretty pretty size, pretty good pace, which means you guys are going to be out there on the field quicker. That that doesn't bother you. That's just part of the deal. We I mean we preach you know we don't control the tempo so. Yeah. Uh, whether we're on the field or off the field. And so it's a very easy thing for us to kind of mesh together with our kids and our coaches. And so them being on the field is a great part for me. Like I said, it gives us enough time to go out there and adjust. Like I said, three downs is perfect. If it, or they can go for <laughs> whatever, it doesn't matter. So we make it work. So, there's, so, so they score in one play. You're not just like, oh, okay, we'll get back out there. Let's do it, let's do it again. Let's get, hey, let's Run it back. <laughs> Going back to your question about my involvement with the defense, here, here's the one thing I'm really good at, Tepper. Hiring good people and getting out of the way. That's what a good coach does, right? Mm. Hiring good people, get out of the way, let them do their thing. And I'll tell you, Coach Moss and the rest of our staff do such a great – we play two-way guys. Mm -hmm. You talked about Jalen Braxton and Devin Turner. They, start, they played almost every snap both sides of the ball last year, and, and our best players are going to be on the field. And so we talk about how fast we go and, and sharing players – the great thing about the staff that we have is they're unselfish. They just want to win. Mm -hmm. And I think everybody wants to win, but we all have, you know, I want to score this many points on offense or I want to, I want to hold them this many if we don't have to run as many plays, whatever it is. But our guys are unselfish. They just want to win. So it's, it makes it really, really easy for us to, to kind of put it all together. Well, you, you mentioned hiring good people. It seems like you have to do that a lot. Uh, your staff has a lot of turnover. Um, 
and and for good reasons, right? For example, two of your guys are now off to be head coaches from this past staff in John Fish uh, and Clint Surratt. They're off to be their own head coaches. Um, as I guess as your coaching tree grows, whenever a guy like John Fish or a guy like Clint Surratt goes out and gets their, their own head coaching job, what's that like for you when they walk in and say, hey, here's a letter saying, uh, here's my two weeks. <laughs> I don't know if that's how it works. I don't Number one, the first thing is, is, uh, is I'm super proud mm-hmm. for, for our coaches to get to where they want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I always tell our guys, I'm sitting in the chair that I want to sit in. Um, just like our, our, our players, they want to go and play in college. They have goals to do this, that, and the other. And it's our job to help them get there. And it's no different in, in the role that I sit in. My goal is to help them reach their goals as you know, team first, but as, as individuals as well. So it's, it's a proud, proud moment. And, and really we talk about our, our culture and our program to have the opportunity to spread that to other kids and give them the opportunity that we feel is special. Um, it's, it's a really cool feeling to see. And, you know, and I can't, I don't know if it's, it's that we've obviously we've had great guys, but sometimes I think they just get tired of being around me a little bit. Cause I leave coach Moss alone. So he, <laughs> I can't, you know, he's the one guy I got to keep, make sure he stays, but I think I'm, I'm probably too involved over there. So I need to step I, away. I, I wasn't going to say anything, but I'll. I knew where you were going with that. I'll only just agree with you. Um, But at the same time, uh, on on a serious note, that means you're hiring a lot of assistants. Like every year, it seems like there's going to be turnover on your staff. Um, How do? What are you looking for whenever someone? Because I I imagine, and Coach Moss, I guess you can speak to this. People want to come work for Lone Star. It's a good program to work for, you know, whether you want to just coach at a really good high school or obviously there is a, a track record of them getting hired on as their own head coaches. So when a when you have a, a job opening, there's almost certainly going to be at least three or four applicants for that job. Well, a few. What are you what are you looking for whenever like for somebody to, to join your staff? I don't want to sound like a generic answer here, but just the right guy, yeah. the right fit. It's not always the best coach. It's, it's the right guy and the right fit. Number one, who's great with our kids. The kids will love. The, they'll play hard for them. The X's and the O's, I mean, we're going to do what we do at, at our place, and we're going to add and adapt and adjust and all those things. Uh, but somebody, somebody's got to come in and love our kids and be great for our staff. Because we, we, we have a great time at our office. We've got a great staff, and, and we just want to be around great people because uh, we feel like that culture, that chemistry, the ball stuff, everybody everybody has their offense, their defense, and, and everybody can draw stuff up. But it's the, the a- actual relationship piece of it. Can they fit with us? If they can fit with us, we can figure everything else out. Okay. Let's talk realignment. Realignment came out um, simultaneously a shakeup and, like, not a whole lot changing for you guys. Um Obviously, you know your your district is is a little bit different. You're you're adding in you know teams like like Liberty and, and Frisco Higher joining your district. Uh, it's now an all you know Fritz poor Sherman. Sherman's just gonna be like <laughs> you're getting there with district things. It's like oh hey, I guess I'm here too. Um, when realignment came out, because there's there's that, but then also Region Two took on a new facelift and and teams that were there before like Denton Ryan and and the Magnolia schools are gone. But other quality programs like Mansfield Timberview, like Crosby, uh, come in. When realignment came out, were you surprised? What was what was your rea- what was the reaction in the? I'll start with you. What was the reaction in in the Lone Star offices whenever the uh, the, the PDF got uploaded? <laughs> Excited, I guess, would be the best answer. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I mean, we know we're gonna what kind of Frisco schools we're gonna you know we're mm-hmm. gonna end up playing, and so 
it's always, you know, who's going to be that extra person that comes into the district or how are they going to work that out? Uh, are we going to be in a eight team, a nine team? How are they going to, you know, what's that going to look like? And then, uh, so we already had a pretty good idea of our non-district opponents. And so just kind of looking at that, I was like, you know, I feel really good about it. How do you feel about, how do you feel about a nine team district? So uh, two, two, two non, I presume two non-district and then eight district games. I, I, I if I have a, a younger team that's going to have a year to develop before mm -hmm. we go to that, then I'm, I'm okay with a you know, bigger district. If I, you know, we have a younger team, like I said, I'd probably prefer a little bit more of a non-district schedule uh, mm -hmm. just to prep those guys and get them ready. Like I said, they need to have some experience before we go start making a count. So. Uh, Coach Rayburn, what was, what was realignment day like for you? You know, honestly, every realignment, I just kind of throw my hands up and say, it is what it is, have no control over it. So. The good thing is we know we're always going to be with a bunch of Frisco schools. So yeah. travel and things like that and schedule and sub-varsity games, those things are, are really easy for us. Um, but is it going to be Sherman? Is it going to be McKinney North? Is it going to be the Colony? Who's it going to be? Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, and, and you're going to have to play great teams regardless. You know, Region 2 has been, been murderer's row for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. And I think it's no different, just different people in it. Yeah. Uh, Pickle, do we have any questions from the people? Yeah, we got quite a few. Um, the first one, any advice for a young aspiring coach? Ooh. Drop some drop some words of wisdom here for us. <laughs> no, what we tell everybody is just come ready to work and ready to learn and learn how to do things the right way. Show loyalty to, to the coaches uh, that you're working with and you're working for. Uh, be great for kids. Be great in the classroom. Um, all the things that, that you can control, um, you, you've got to be uh, doing those things at a high level. And if you don't, then that's where you'll get in trouble. The X's and O's and, and the ball stuff, you can learn if you're willing to learn. The other stuff, uh, learn how to work hard and, and, and do all the things that nobody else wants to do. Move the water pipes or, or, or do the laundry or, or clean up the field or fill up the water buckets. Those are all things that, that are important. So be willing to do those things. What's your grunt work job? Whatever needs to get done. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's the right-hand man. <laughs> um, okay, do, any other questions from the people? Yeah, uh, we got about two more here. Um, at a smaller school, they have something specific, like you've got to be a science teacher, a linebacker's coach, a women's basketball assistant yeah. coach, you know, that kind of thing. How often does that happen in a big school like Lone Star? Yeah. No different. Yeah. Uh, you, you're you're in a second sport, and, and that's the other thing is, is if you're – uh, expected to be elite football coach. You're expected to be a elite softball coach or elite mm -hmm. basketball coach. Our kids and our programs deserve the best. And so if you're not willing to give your best in everything you do, then I guarantee you Lone Star is probably not the spot for you. Coach Moss, what's your, what's your other sports? Uh, powerlifting. Okay. And then I do our strength and conditioning stuff. We'll so. get to that. We'll get to the, the strength and conditioning. All right, one more question. One more question here. Who on the coaching staff can bench press the most? This is a good segue. Oh, that's, that's easy. Okay. That's I know this. Rashad Robinson, stovepipe. Hands down. Oh, no. uh, <laughs> yes. That, really? Even, oh, it's not even a question. I, he benches more with one arm than, than all of us do with, with, with both. Probably so. combined, yeah. Yeah. Okay, but, but is he is he the guy who skips leg day and it's all upper body? Or is oh. it no, it's the whole He can do it all. Thing. He is the full package. <laughs> okay. All right. That's that's saying a lot. I have one more personal question yeah, real fast, sure. too. Who Y'all always have fresh shoe game. Who who picks Ooh, the shoes? Excellent I've question. always noticed that. You, you want to? I yeah, was going to say, yeah, put them oh, up there. See, this is nice. Look at this. You got the J's on. Get nice. The J's on. Who okay. picks them? That's excellent. Well, well we, we get the staff shoes, but then the coaches will go and – 
it's, if it's not enough swag for them, they're going to go and get their own. Okay, Moss I respect it. Of, we went to Jordan uniforms a couple years ago. I respect mm-hmm. it. So everybody wants the Jumpman shoes, and, and even, our, even our kids want to see our coach. We have one coach that, that didn't have J's on, and so one of the kids brought his J's to make sure his coach looked good on the sideline. Wow. That's what's work. up. That's, a, <laughs> that's, a, that's culture right yeah, there. That, that is, that's, <laughs> that's establishing a culture in your program. <laughs> like, I can't have my coach drag this yeah. right on the sideline. So coach like, isn't better if he looks better. I can right? get you my shoe size. If you, if you need it, just yeah. type it. Just whatever, you, got you, it. whatever you need. Okay, <laughs> Size six, I got it. Uh, <laughs> women, petite. Um, okay. So you guys are known as the fittest staff in Texas. All y'all are... Are, are in very good shape. It's 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 CrossFit, CrossFit McGee over here. <laughs> um, Coach Moss, how much pressure is there from on high? I won't name names, but on high to stay in shape. I mean, if, if it's not coming from on high, it's coming from me as well. So, okay. <laughs> uh, so, you, so you are like the, you're the problem here too. Uh, I said, I don't know what's the problem. I'm just trying to live longer and, and healthy and... Um, you know, like, and I think it's a great bonding experience for mm-hmm. us too. Like I said, we go in there, and it's not just weightlifting. We talk football. We talk about life. We talk about each other. We talk about our families, and so uh, there's a lot that goes on there. Okay, so. because the, like this is interesting because obviously you guys, you're eating healthy, you're you're staying in shape and stuff like that, and yet I want to hear about Baskin Robbins because <laughs> I learned from a from a from an informant that there was a moment where the staff gathered together for some um for some oh yeah some team building i think it's at a basketball what happened here well, coach moss is probably better at sharing that because he, he's like the expert baskin robs and, and really if there's any type of cookie sponsorship out there Ooh. Uh, great american cookie company on the sidelines here. absolutely okay now we wouldn't have half of our coaches on the sideline anymore because they'd right. be in, in sands eating cookies but <laughs> or we can Got say those for after the game so if there's anybody out there cookie that. sponsorship we're in i love it um but coach moss can share baskin robbins because well, I just imagine you guys are just eating like grilled chicken breasts and like you know all day, but it it sounds like it sounds like that's it sounds like that's not true. It's not. Uh, really, we work out so that I can eat that way. Okay. You know, like it's kind of, <laughs> counteract. Got to work really hard so I can mm-hmm. go have you know something that I really enjoy. And so, yeah, we decided that we were going to go eat uh, sushi one day, and then that slowly rolled into eating an entire ice cream cake. And, uh, <laughs> an entire ice cream cake. Yes, it was actually not that hard. There was <laughs> five of us, and well, the five of oh, no, the no, more no, no, impressive no. thing. Was, so we we walked into the Baskin Robinson, and <laughs> and we just we looked in the freezer and grabbed a big cake, and we said, let's, let's go to town. The most impressive thing was because you know those are kind of frozen. Yes, right? yeah. And so we tried to cut it and things like that, and just wasn't working out. So we just all went in. One hand wow. out. Wow. Like <laughs> savages. Yeah, but we got it done. Now, this was in a Baskin Robbins. It was. So people are, people with children. Were you getting the walk, side eye? Are walking in saying, don't look over there at the monsters, honey. <laughs> I think they were really impressed. <laughs> You're just like clawing Baskin, yeah. clawing fudgy the whale. Yeah, were you your, just like yelling, gaw? like, this is brotherhood? Like, is that people making eye contact? Wow. We didn't really notice what was going on around us. We were so, we were so <laughs> invested. But this in, was in the after cookie. sushi. Yes. It, yeah, isn't that how everybody does it? You, you, you go sushi first, and then, and then you, go, you ice cream cake. <laughs> you go like a sushi boat, followed by uh, a, a, an ice cream cake. That's bulking season. <laughs> bulking season. <laughs> okay. 
Final question from me. We've heard a lot about um, Jeff Rayburn, head football coach, Jeff Rayburn, program builder, all these things. I want to hear about Jeff Rayburn, cheer dad, because um, I understand you have a, you. There's an athlete living in your house um, who is is quite the cheerleader, and that you are you are cheer dad. Is this correct? Absolutely, cheer dad all the way. Okay. So I didn't know a whole lot about it when we started. Mm-hmm. And she's been doing tumbling. And How old is on, she? She's eleven. Okay. In fifth grade. So Campbell, hi Campbell. Nice. Um, hope she's not watching. Um, <laughs> watch that later. She's she, on her phone. You got kicked up on a desk. You're like whatever, right, Dad? <laughs> well, she talks about you all the time, so m- maybe it's on there. <laughs> Thanks for watching. No, we, we we've been involved in, in the cheer stuff, and she really got involved this last year. And so we're going. You know, we went to Atlanta. They're about to go to Orlando. We've got another competition here in Frisco this weekend. So, so this is serious uh, cheerleading. It's a serious cheer. It's uh, Express Cheer there in Frisco, so really proud. Of, I mean, it's it's so much hard work. And I, I told her the first time I saw her go out, you know, walk on stage, I said, I get the same feeling at kickoff, like kind of those butterflies, because mm-hmm. one slip up here, one slip up there, and their whole routine is in trouble. Yeah. And, and so I get nervous for her and all her friends and teammates, um, but it's really fun and cool to watch. I never thought I'd be a cheer dad, but uh, I've really enjoyed it, and and uh so 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 good okay because like me playing basketball and my dad we would get back in the car and it was like it was breakdown time like he probably broke it down more than a coach would or in my coaches ever did do you get in the car is it like okay here's what happened here's what we need to do better or is it like you did good that's end of it yeah, we just try to build up the positive. Okay, okay. And make sure we have the right state of mind. And, and, and you're not like, like what was up with that back handspring? No, I, I don't know terrible. enough about those That's things. <laughs> okay. Now I hear from some of the other cheer moms and things like that, and, and my wife, and I'm so like, okay, well, I can build on that. Now, are you are you out there with the iPhone? Are you recording stuff like that, or are you just are you sitting there just like? No, because when you go out there, like you're supposed to, like part of it is like the whole experience. So like you have to cheer, like you have to yes. make noise and things like that. So uh, I'm trying to be a part that way, and, and my filming skills aren't up to par of what they want. So okay. there's another mom that does that. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Just I'll just tell you landscape. You got to go turn this turn the phone to the side. Got it. I'll work on that. Like that. It's, you know, <laughs> if you do it up and down, they're gonna get real mad at you. Uh, it's uh, it's Kyle Moskowski uh, from the defense coordinator from uh, Frisco Lone Star and Jeff Rayburn, the head coach at Frisco Lone Star. Guys, thanks for joining us. Now you know where our office is. You guys can just drop in, bring a bring an ice cream cake. Well, if y'all are willing to eat it like we do, I'm sure. Pippa oh yeah, is. I got you. Listen, we do a show. Cut is always every ready. Day, okay, <laughs> every day. This is 1,365. If we just want to spend another, like, if the next time you guys want to come in, if you want to bring a cook, an ice cream cake, pickle, would you do this? Yeah, we can just sit here and eat cake. And get Ish in here and stuff like yeah. that. Get five people and see what we can do. To Ma- maybe we'll bring our five and your five. Oh, a contest. We'll see what now. now you're speaking. See, now. But it sounds like. But we guys, don't train hard to be say, able to like eat that hard. This is a contest. I was going to say. No, 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 no. No, it's not. Now, this this girl at one point did say that she could eat, uh, what, what were we saying? Two large oh, well, pizzas this back in, in like four hours? It was not four hours. I said a work day. In a work day. The two gut large, is deceiving. Two large I will, pizzas. I've got confidence in the gut. But you're not a speed eater is what I'm saying. Like, how long did it take you guys to eat that whole ice cream cake? Ten minutes? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, well, you know, after eating sushi, you, you're, no, you're, you're no. kind of full, right? No. So you better eat fast or you're going to get more full. Isn't that how it works? 
I mean, yeah, but... Hey, we'll bring it in here. I just we'll, quit yeah. eating. Let's just settle this over a contest. Uh, okay, yeah. let's settle this. We'll get, right. we'll get our, we'll run, we'll run fives and we'll see what we can do. <laughs> Kyle Moskowski and Jeff Rayburn from Frisco Lone Star. Guys, appreciate your time. Appreciate you guys coming in. Uh, so this is episode 1,365. So one for the 1,365th time, we will end our episode by asking Vince Young to come get his 2001 Player of the Year trophy. So I'll do the outro and then coach, I'll point to you and you can tell, tell Vince to get yeah. it. Vince Hold young. on, wait. Oh, it's not time yet. the intro. Broadcasting. Rookie. Come on. Rookie. It's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks again to Kyle Mosikowski and Jeff Rayburn and Frisco Lone Star for being our guests. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Coach? Vince. I'm a Sooner, Boomer Sooner. Ooh. But you need to come get your awards. It's been sitting here for a while, and it's driving Pickle and Tepper crazy, so and it's come on by. Chips and stuff like that. It's yeah, it's, it's breaking as we speak, so come on by. We'll see you Monday on Texas Football Today.